Okay, this uh, this chabur is Lila Nishmas David ben Moshe. Gratitude to Yitzchak and Pinina Zilberman. Lila Nishmas Leia Dina Bas Chaim Shlomo. Thank you to the Lauber family. Lila Nishmas Leia Sara Bas Zev. Thank you to the Hershkowitz family. And Lila Nishmas David Yaakov and Ari Mordechai. Thank you to the Gluck family. Baruch Hashem, a lot of uh, a lot of neshamas with us tonight to help us. <clears throat> so we're going to start Sicha Saran. I'm sure everybody has uh, has dabbled in it some degree. Sikha Saran are the, are the non-official Torah statements of Rabbi Nachman. When Nachman said Torahs, he would say Torahs for it could be hours at a time. And there were times that he was just talking to the Talmidim, he was talking to Rabbi Nassim, he was talking to his whoever, whoever else it was. <clears throat> and those Sikhos, those Stam conversations, Rabbi Nassim would write down according to what Rabbi Nachman said, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it in a minute. And that became Sichas Aran. The Sichas of Rabbi Nachman. The Gemara tells us, the Gemara Sukkah tells us, that the Sichas Chulin of Talmidei Chachamim need to be learned. Tzorach Talmud, the Gemara says. Not because the Sichas, the sichas Chulin, the, the Talmidei Chachamim are not speaking about Stam, you know, the sports. And even if they were speaking about sports, like once in a while when Rabbi says something about sports, he's using it for some kind of martial, for something. Right? It's a muscle for something. They don't stam speak the chulin of the chulin. They're not speaking about just the gashmias. Every time they're using gashmias terms or they're connecting to something in, in this world, it's only because it's some way connecting to Kaddish Baruch. So the sikhs chulin of Talmud Echamen have to be learned. And culture came by Rabbi Nachman, who, who in his sikhs chulin he had kavanas. Menachem never spoke Stam. He always had Kavana through anything he said was to teach, to inspire, to, to help a person grow in his Lord as Hashem. Everything that Rabbi Nachman said, whenever he spoke to anybody. So the Sikhs of Rabbi Nachman are, are Torah, basically they're Torah. Right? No, the Torah of the Sikhs of is no less than the Torah of, of Lukut Imran, just shorter pieces maybe. But they're not any different in a level of our, how we're going to learn it. It's no different than any Musa Sefer. Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Nassim quotes Rabbi Nachman as saying, Rabbi Nachman says, in each one of his sikhas that I have with you, you can become an ish kasher. Any sikha, any conversation I have with you, Rabbi Nassim or any of the other Talmidim, the Talmidim of Rabbi Nachman, you can become an ish kasher, and even at Sadiq Gomor, if you live with that sikha. Because every sikha was a, was, a, was a deep Torah. At the end of Rabbi Nassim's intro to Chaim Maharan, right, the life of Rabbi, of Rabbi Nachman, right, he wrote his biography. So he says like this. We'll read this quickly. Anybody who... Everything with Breslov, everything with Rabbi Nachman, everything with Rabbi Nelson was, was about the Emes. About the Rotzen, the Chuka, the desire for Emes. Right? It's Breslov, right? Chabad is... It's the intellectual pursuit, the hisboniness, the connection to a Kaddish Baruch in a deep, deep contemplative way, ultimately reaching the heart of a Jew. And people make a mistake. They think that Chabad doesn't reach the heart. It's all in the mind. That's not true at all. It starts in the mind and it ends off in the heart. By, by Breslov, very often it starts in the lave. Breslov starts in the heart and it ends up in the head. So when a person has what's, what's in the heart, a chuka, a chafet, a desire, so he says, Rabbi Nachman says, when a person has, I'm sorry, Rabbi Nelson says, if a person would have 
a real chuka. Be'emes, he'd be able to find in every sikh of Rabbi Nachman, divarim nifloim, awesome things. Ve'kama ve'kama his'oiris nifl avodas Hashem barach, and he'd find amazing inspiration in his avodas Hashem, in the sikhs that we're going to learn. In the stam, again, the stam sayings of Rabbi Nachman, the offhand sayings of Rabbi Nachman, we're going to find amazing things. This is not in what you have. I'm just reading something else. Amazing eitzes and sh- ways of strengthening oneself in order not to be miyayish ever. Even the simple words of Rabbi Nachman, or Godol, they open up a great light. They have the power, any one of the sikhs that we're going to learn, very short pieces, have the power to awaken a person to serve a Kaddish Baruch in a great way. The whole world, even. Because that was the entire intent and goal of Rabbeinu, of Rabbi Nachman, in his holy life was to get people to serve a Kaddish Baruch in a better way. That was his whole life. For himself, to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu in every way possible, and to get others to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Rabbi Nachman said that even his sikhos, pshutos, his simple sayings, should be written down. He told Rabbi Nelson, right? Rabbi Nelson was his ultimate scribe. Even the simple things that I say you should write down. Because in every sikha that he had, every speech he had, every dibur he had, Yesh ben Kavanus Amukus mode, it came with deep intent. So even the simple things that Rabbi Nachman said meant very deep things. And there's certain things here we're not even going to learn in Sikhas Aran because they seem so simple and so, or so. We just I can't even explain it. I'll, I'll read some once in a while. I'll read some like what Rabbi Nachman said. We have no understanding of what he meant, and therefore it's almost not kadai for us in Al Chabura to be working on it. We're going to work on some of the pieces that are more understandable at least in our Madriga, we'll try to take it into as, as deep as we can go. Fine. And a person can take Eitzis from it. And even after Rabbi Nelson tells us how much we have to learn, Rabbi Nachman's Sichas, he still says in many places that whatever you know, you don't know. Because whatever, he, whatever you think he meant, he meant even more. But Rabbi Nelson says, but according to Aramadrega, we could take Eitzis. We could take advice to serve a Kaddish Baruch better. Even though you're not going to fully understand what Rabbi Nachman meant, still learn it according to your Madrega and try to live by whatever you come out with. So with this, we're going to start the first Sikh of Rabbi Nelson. So let's read a little bit and then we'll try to explain. It says, says Rabbi Nelson in the words of Rabbi Nachman, Ki ani adati, this is Rabbi Nachman saying this, Ki ani adati, because I know Ki Godel Hashem, I'm sorry, this is David Melech. Ki Ani Adati Ki Godel Hashem Vaadunenu Mikol Elohim. Right? Tehillim Kuflam Adai. He says David Melech. I know Ki Ani Adati Ki Godel Hashem that Hashem is great. Vaadunenu Mikol Elohim, and He's greater. Our Master is greater than all other gods. David Melech. Tehillim Kuflam Adai. So Rabbi Nachman says David Melech. Allah Shalom Omer Ki Ani Adati. He picked up on these words. Ki Ani Adati. I know. And we know that many pieces of, of Lakutim Ran start with the words da. And as Rabbi always tells us, that any time Rabbi Nachman starts with the words da, it means, hold on, it's going to be something deep. And whatever you think you know, it's even higher than you know. So when David Melech says, Ki ani it's higher than high. 
אני ידעתי די כסף מנחמן. When David Mel says, I know, it means I know, meaning, כי גדול סבורי יסבורך אי אפשר לא מלחברו. I know, meaning I can, I only know and I can't pass it on because the greatness of God is impossible to tell another person. That's what David Melech meant. I know only inside of myself. I cannot pass it on. Now, David Melech said a lot about the greatness of God. We have 150, right, Mizmorim, Kapitel of Tehillim, that he was trying to explain the greatness of God. And yet, the way Rabbi Nachman is explaining the words Kaniyadati is that David Melech was not able to tell over to others the greatness of God. He could only know it in himself. And even to himself, Rabbi Nachman says, even David HaMelech to himself, he was not able to tell himself from day to day the greatness of God. According to what was shining in to the, to the degree that he was being inspired on that day, right, every day was a new inspiration for David HaMelech. And from one day to the next, he could not tell over to himself even, the clarity and inspiration of the day before. <clears throat> so, Ani Yadati, Das. Right? One of our favorite sugis in all Chassidus, Das. And there's different madrigas of Das. There's, upper, there's the upper Das, there's the lower Das. There's a Das, we're not going to get into the, into the, into the Pneumia Shabbat, but there's a Das that stands in between Chochma and Bina. Then there's a das that stands in below, uh, in below, below Chacham Bina, connecting to the emotions of a person. But there's an upper and there's a lower das, knowledge, however you want to translate it. <clears throat> and we could give an example, the sugya called Das Torah. Everybody's heard of Das Torah. So what does that mean you know Torah? So on one hand, Das Torah means that you have a Talmud Chacham who has a complete mastery called Torah Kulo, and you can ask him anywhere and he can explain to you exactly the pshat, the halacha, whatever it is, whatever his expertise is in Torah. Right? Some is lambda, some is halacha, so whatever it is. Das Torah, he has the full gamut of Torah on, on his fingertips. Yet at the same time, you could have the same Talmud Chacham where you ask him something in whatever, pick it, whatever it is, halacha, or what's the pshat in this tosvos, And he'll say, it's like this. He'll give you a pshat. And you'll say, how do you know that? And he'll say, I just know. Well, what do you mean you just know? Prove it to me. Tell me how do you... I just know. There's a madrig of Das Torah where it's not about... It's not an intellectual understanding that you can explain. It's an inner sense. It's an inner knowledge. It's an inner feeling. It's a sixth sense. You just know. I've spoken to people... Right? Business people. Right? Everybody, whatever you do, anybody who's worked in a certain field for a long time. You know, I, ask a, I, I was speaking to a real estate guy one time, and I asked him, like, how do you know that this is the building for you to buy? How do you know? He's like, I could tell you within, within five, he could tell you, I could tell you within five seconds if we're going to go for this or not go for this. So how do you know? He's like, I just know. I just know. Well, is it numbers? Is it this? It talks to I just know. It talks to you. But only when, only when you have experience. Only when you become a connoisseur in the Indian. You, guy, day one, you know, you ask, uh, you know, this, this newbies on, you know, newbies in, 
And he asked the guy, Lewisum, should we buy this building? He's like, yeah. Like, how do you know? You just, you just came to work. This is the first day ever. He's like, I just know. All right, you're fired. You just know it's your first day? You just, yeah, right. Take a hike, buddy. But a guy's been working for 10 years. Or there's, you know, there's a certain, uh, in, in the Gaia Chevelle, there's a 10,000-hour rule. You know such a, such a rule? Dove knows the rule. What's After the ten, rule? What? What's the Gaia After 10,000 hours. It came, I don't know. I'm only saying it's a Gaia because it came from that side. After 10,000 hours of, of working on something, whether it's an instrument practice or a sport or a, or a certain business, you become an expert in that name. 10,000 hours, whatever that means. But there is a certain point where a person who works on, on, on an Indian, he becomes an expert, a bucky in the Indian, and he doesn't have to fully have an explanation for everything. He could just know. There was a mice I heard. I, I tried to look it up. I don't know exactly. I, Excuse I, me. I, I think you're missing the point. Yeah. If you're going to work on it, it, you can't just do it for the 10,000 hours. The first has to come the, uh, the Ratzon to do it. In other words, without the Ratzon, you could do it for 10 million hours, and you still won't get it. Amos. Amos. 100%. That has to premise. Yeah, we're talking about a person who has a Ratzon to right, do right. this thing. Yes, 100%. No question. <coughs> I remember a Misa once. I can't tell you. That when Ben Gurion, this is true, when Ben Gurion went to meet the Chazanish, and they had a few, they had a certain conversations about what was going on in Eretz Yisrael, and the the topic of women going to the army came up. I'm not taking any opinions on the matter. I'm not. I'm just telling you the advice that I heard. And Ben Gurion was a was not a, a simple person. He knew a lot of Torah. He knew a lot. So when he asked the Chazanish, this is how I heard it. When he asked the Chazanish, no, can can women go to the army? Chazanish said no. So Ben Gurion says, "No, where where do you see that? Where prove that to me? Where is it in Gemara? Where is it? Show me a say something. Show me something that it says in halacha that a woman can't go to the army." So the way I heard it was that the Chazanish ripped open his shirt and he said, "In my heart, in my heart, I know that women can't go." Like he couldn't prove it because it wasn't it wasn't proven through a Gemara. It's not always there. But he had dastar. He had dastar. He knew that this was this was not right. Okay, that, that's the mice. So David Melech, who I think we could all agree was a was a was a maven, was a bucky in a Kaddish Baruch Hu. No, was there any bigger bucky? Okay, Moshe Beno had his Indian of the Avos, David Melech, of the of the top ten experts in a Kaddish Baruch Hu in the entire world. So when he said Kiani Adati, he had a certain inner sense, a certain sixth sense about a Kaddish Baruch Hu that nobody he, he could not explain it to anybody else. That's something that's acquired from 10,000 hours plus 10,000 hours of Rudson. If you're not there, well, you're not there. So, Dabra Melech, Aniyadati, Daika, says I know, says Dabra Melech. I can't tell it over to anybody. As much as I try. And Dabra Melech tried. We have Kvitlach. Olive Bay is up to 150, right? 147? No, 153. What? I thought it was 150. What is it? It's one fifty. He didn't write all of it. Dylan. He didn't write all of it. What? He didn't write all of it. He didn't write all of it, but it's it's all from him. He, it's all from David Melch. <clears throat> so he tried to explain it, and we do gain from it, but we're not at the place of David Melch. Right? You have certain people. See, David Melch Baruch Hashem was uh, stayed sane, but you have certain people. You might have heard stories where they were so above everybody else in their genius, and they couldn't speak to people. That they, they went insane and they had to just live by themselves. They were 
they were too high, and people could not connect to them. David Melech was able to continue saying over about the praises of a Kaddish Baruch, and people got to what they understood, but they didn't fully get what he meant. And yet David Melech was able to go on. Rabbi Nachman says in, in Sicha Kufayin Zayin, he says, he tells a person, you should be besimcha with Hashem. Be besimcha with Hashem. And even though, he told this person, and even though you don't know the greatness of Hashem, you should rely on me, because I know His greatness. Right? This, this sikh of, of, Rabbi, of Rabbi Nachman, he's talking about, David Melch, he's talking about himself, obviously. He knew the greatness of the Kaddish Baruch and he allowed his Talmidim to, to latch on. That's one of the Indians of his kashras to the tzaddik, to connect with the tzaddik. If a tzaddik knows a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and we connect to the tzaddik as much as we could know the tzaddik, so then in a certain way, we are also connected to the knowledge of a Kaddish Baruch Hu in a very deep way. <coughs> so, how is it, how does one connect? You know what, let's, let's, we'll come back to this. So, Rabbi Nachman says, according to David Melech, Aniyadati, that I know the greatness of God, and he can't tell it over to anybody else. But not only that, what did Rabbi Nachman say? An unbelievable thing. He says, The tzaddik to himself can't tell over the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch even to himself. Now, what does that mean? To another person, okay, I'm holding on a certain madrega, and my friend is not, so even if I use certain words to try to transmit to him what I'm feeling, words, talk is cheap. Talk, be'etzim is cheap. You know, the line, talk is cheap, meaning what you're saying now means nothing because, you know, prove it. But talk, dibor, in its essence, is cheap, meaning it cannot convey the depth of a person's heart. We know that, right? A person has a certain feeling of love for his child. And he says, I love you. Yeah, it's, that's very nice, but it not, it's not really expressing what he's feeling at that moment. So, of course, talk is, is very important, but talk is cheap in the fact that it's cheaper than the real expressions of the heart. So to tell over to somebody else your connection to a Kaddish Baruch Hu is almost impossible. Right? That's why a person has to have his own, his own relationship. But what about to yourself? You can't tell over yourself. What do you mean? You know yourself. What does Rav Nachman say? Even to himself, he can't tell over from one day to the next. What do you mean? It's you. What does that mean? What? If I knew Hashem yesterday, now I forgot it. I, I don't remember. Of course, you remember. Yesterday, you had a great day of clarity. But everybody has that. Whether it's on a Shabbos, whether it's just on a Tuesday in Tevis, as Rabbi says, right? So, whatever. You had some amazing, you made some amazing clarity in a Kaddish Baruch. Some deep level. Still finite. So you, so, you, so you forgot about it? So you forgot about it. What do you want to say? I mean, I can't talk to the point of like forgetting. An ex- it's, an, it's an experience. It comes and it goes. But in terms of like expressing it to yourself, your mind is still finite. It's one step... The example you gave about talking to someone else is the same thing with yourself. 100%, exactly. When a person's in a state of certain clarity, a certain das, right, that's higher than, than dibur. Meaning, what does it mean to try to tell yourself? So a person has a certain clarity, right? 
It's Tuesday, Tuesday night. They're sitting in Rabbi Shir, right, 20 minutes ago, and he's explaining something about Pinim Torah, and you're, you're in a, you, you totally get it. Like, the, like the, the seven heavens open up, and you're, you're there. You see the Rabboni Shalom, you understand what he's saying. There's some depth. And then you leave the Shir, 20 minutes later, you go home, you know, and your wife says, no, how is the Shir? Like, it was amazing, awesome. What did, what did he say? Uh, um, I think he spoke about Hashem. She's like, he, he always speaks about Hashem. Uh, I think he mentioned the Ramchal, maybe. Because when you're, in, when you're there, when you're in the experience, when you're in the clarity, when you're in the Das, you're there. And when you're not there, yes, you remember that you were there. You know that you had a moment of clarity. But right now, you're not in the clarity. It's good, of course, to have those moments. Like the Baal, I think I heard Rebbe once say that the Baal, I think it was from the Baal Shem. He said that if a person was insane, something like this, he was a person who was insane and he had a chance, he had an offer to become sane for a minute. Should you become sane? Right? The guy's insane. And he's going to stay insane. But if he has a, if he has a chance to be no. sane for a minute... No. So Basha says, yeah, it's Kedai. It's Kedai to be sane for that, for that minute. Yes, but no, I mean, it's, it's like the question, if you have the choice to give a charity to a poor person or a rich person, you give the charity, uh, there was somebody needs the help. Mm-hmm. They f- fell from grace. You have a bigger obligation, I believe. To help the rich person. The, the person who fell from grace, because the poor person, you'll never change his life. The guy who's insane... You'll never change his life. So Baal Shem says, it's it's different, because there, there's there's two people involved. But when there's one person, if there's just a poor person, even if it won't change his life, it's still could die to give him the tzedakah. It's still could die to be sane for a moment, for a minute, for an hour, even if the rest of your life you're going to be insane. It's still could die. I I read this. I was reading the Sabrins, and it said, if if you, if you, why do you have children? You know they're going to, you know they're going to pass away one, one day. Not during lifetime, but like, would you not have them knowing that? It's life itself. Obviously, All of life is like that. For one minute, there was a who was it? There was a nice with them in Achman, somebody where they where they where they ate the wheat that was that made them crazy, and then they put the signs on their heads. So even when they're insane, at least they know, you know that they're that they're insane. To know you're insane is uh, is talk a, a big knowledge. Like, we're all insane, just most of us deny that. The fact that once we we admit that we're insane, it's epic, a little bit of sanity. Right? I'll go upon him. Why so, ruin a good thing? <laughs> it's deep. But when a person is in that place of clarity, he cannot explain. You can't... If, so you're in the shear. So, you're, so let's go back to the marshal. So you're in the shear with Rabbi and he gets you to that place. So then your wife asks you 20 minutes later, can you get back to that place? Tell me. You can't do it. You can't just turn it on. Sadiqim, after years of work, they can. But we can't do that right now. Now, the question is then, for a minute, how does one have the Das Hashem? Right? What did, when David Amel says, Ani Odea, Yadati, I know, so how does a person get to that? Now, obviously, to, to really explain this and to work on it would take a very long time. But for the, short, for the shorthand, Rabbi Nachman says in another Sicha, in Reish Zion, he says, I didn't, I didn't print this out, I'm sorry. 
כי באמת העיקר לדס עושה יסברכו רק על ידי אמונה שלמה. דס השם, the knowledge to know השם, is based 100% on a person's אמונה, נקדש ברוך הוא. האמונה itself, anybody who's tried to work on the סוגי אמונה in a real way knows that it's not simple. To be a mamon is not just, you believe in a God? Yes. You believe he created the world? Yes. You believe that he, he runs the world? Yes. It's very nice. But if that doesn't, if that's all it is, he's like, just check three boxes. Yeah, he says, yes. It's true, you have a moon. You have a moon. But that's, that's .0001 of what a moon really is. There's, there's svarim upon svarim. I've learned with many people in the Siva Shalom on a moon in Bitochen. You go, you learn Chavos HaLavavos. Bilvavi, for those of us who've learned Bilvavi, Aleph through Tess is all about Amunah. You're like, what is he going to write about for nine books on Amunah? I thought it just that God created the world. Like, what's the big deal? Like, I know that. Nine books to tell me the same thing? You have to be in the Sugya to know. There's a lot. There's a lot. So a person's Das Hashem, his knowledge of Hashem, is only after his belief in the Kodesh Baruch Hu. What's, what's the Das concretizes... That which you believe. <clears throat> das is the knowledge of what you believe. It's when it goes from the head to the heart. It's the Das goes to the heart. I know. I know. So when you're sitting in Rabbi Shir and you're inspired, it's going to your heart. No? But it's, 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 it is and it isn't. It's, it is, but it's a momentary thing because you, you didn't acquire it. It was taught to you. It was just shoved down your throat. So everything that we... And that's why I, I tell people all the time in the Chaburas. It's, it's amazing to go to Chaburas and to learn from Rebbe, whoever. It's very important. But unless you sit down and do the work yourself, you open up a safer, you open... It doesn't become acquired. You don't acquire it. Therefore, it doesn't really turn to Das. You don't know it. You think you know it because it was so clear to you when Rebbe was saying it. But then look, your wife asked you 20 minutes later, what did he say? You can't say it over. Because you don't know it. It's still good to go to Shiram. You still should go to Chaburz, 100%. There's no question. But once in a while, a person has to take the Achrayas, pick a safer, pick an Eni, whatever it is, and make that thing that you work on to know it. It's a, it's a Veld's difference. It's a Veld's difference. Whatever it is. Menachem says, Vayitur in that same sicha, not the one we're doing, in 2.17, Reish Yadzayim, Sha'al Yidei Zedaike Zochen Acher Kach Ladas, after Amunah, you can get to Das, Vahasaga Gedola, and a great, I don't have a good word for Hasaga, I don't have a good English translation of Hasaga. What? Hasaga is like, grasp, there has to be some fancy English word, it's like an intellectual, emotional, clarity, Understanding is Havana. Big Hasagas, right? That's a good translation. Big Hasagas. <laughs> you can't translate it. Hasagas is a deep grasp. A deep grasp, whatever that means. Vahasaga Gadoli be a Dias Romamuso. The greatness of the Kodesh Baruch. Sheifa is yearning. Sheifa is yearning. There's not Sheifa. No, it's different. Kamoshakasa be'emuna. Right? We put on our tefillin. I betroth you in Amuna. Right? That's we put it on the finger. It's like the ring. Kaddish Baruch is like the chasm or the cows every day on the day. Ve'eristich li be'emuna. My betrothal to you, Kaddish Baruch, was in emuna. What's the last words? What? The adat Hashem. And then to know, Kaddish Baruch, it's only through the connection of emuna can we get to the place of das. 
Rabbi Nachman says later in the same sicha. We might. It could be that next week we should see the entire sicha. Rashi Zion, We'll see. He says later. Aval Khalila Lomer, don't say Shakavanasa Psukim Ladas or Sayyid Baruch. That when the Torah tells you Vidata Hayom to know Kadash Baruchu, it's Alpi Khakiris Anoshius. It's on it's a, it's on philosophical uh, you know, questions and answers and, and Aristotle and things like that. That's not the way to know God. Habunuyam al Seikhal Hamute, which is built on crooked Seikhal. Right, a person might say, how do you know God? Well, I have, to, I have to philosophically try to prove and explain and all that stuff. No, no, no. Amunah has nothing to do with that. The main yidiyah of HaKadosh Baruch was already taught to us by Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov. Right? We're in the parshas right now. That they worked their whole life. Now they worked their whole life in Amunah. Right? There's another aspect that's very important. It's, it's not spoken about so much. It's not a very fan-favorite sugya. But it but lies in this sugya, and I don't know what to tell you, is uh, the real ability for a person to believe in Noah Kaddish Baruch. What's that sugya? What did the others do? It wasn't just that they had a muna. What, what did they work on to have the muna? Why were they different than the rest of the world? Who were philosophers and they tra- and they also had a moon. They had a moon in the sun and the stars. How did they get to the emis? But in what? In what? In what way? In what way? Upashtu es atzmam migashmias lagamri. They remove themselves from gashmias because as long and now, of course, we have to be normal and eat and sleep. But gashmias is in the world of teva. So if you're going to be involved in the Gashmias, you know what becomes your God? Well, a God of Tevil. Sun, moon, stars, that's as much as you can go. It's only when a person starts to distance himself. This is why it's not such a you know, favorite subject of people. When a person starts to distance himself from Gashmias, less, less luxuries in the food area and the other types of luxuries, when you pull yourself back from that, your mind starts to open up in a way that's Lamai Lamai and Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov were able to have a deep, deep emuna and ultimately Yediyah and a Kodesh Baruch Hu because of that. They broke all Taiva and their Midos. Even Midos rose. Kas, Hakpada, Gaiva. All of that is living in the world of Teva. What are you so angry about? Well, because I didn't get my food. Right? All the bad Midos are, are, are because of not always. Sometimes it's covered in, you know, so it's more of a spiritual union, but mostly it's because of Teva. Nat- nature. You didn't get what you wanted. I didn't get the job. I didn't get the money. I didn't get the food. I didn't get the this. I didn't get the that. And all that stuff. Or he has that. I don't have that. Rabbi talks a lot about the, the Iker Taiva, the, the, the Taiva Mishgal of, of Bia and, and sexual type of things like that. Rabbi says that's the highest of the Taivas. They broke all that. Because they broke away from that stuff, their das was b'shlemus. And that's how they're able to know and to recognize and to have a moon in the Kaddish Baruch in the deepest way. And they gave us the Yerusha. Now the trick is, and this is why I, 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 I try to say this all the time also, and I came to this conclusion a long time ago, is that when we, when we grow up as, as nice from, you know, boys and girls, and we learn in school, Avram Avinu, Parshas Bereshis, Parshas Noah, Parshas Lech Lecha, oh, and, 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 and Hashem spoke to Avram, Lech Lecha, 
right? So we come into this world, into this learning world, with a God, right? We come into the world. We learn Torah, our Rebbe tells us, our parents tell us. What's the difference between us and Avram Avinu? Besides a lot of things. But he didn't come into the world with a God. He had to find the Kaddish Baruch. He had to work for it. We come into the world lazy. Here, here's God on a silver platter. Now, people who know, who've, who've worked some years in their life, know that the things that are handed to you on a silver platter also do not become acquired in your system. You have to work hard for something. You've got to work hard. And working hard doesn't just mean in Parnassah. Working hard means in Avodah Hashem. Of course, everybody knows working hard. You have to work hard in Torah, and you have to work hard in, in, in Tefillah. You have to work hard in Amunah. You, you can't rely on Avram Avinu's God. You can't rely on your parents' God. You can't rely on your, your Rebbe's God. You hear what they have to say, but you can't rely on that God. The only God you can rely on is your own God. Because when push comes to shove, and there's an Isayun, you're not just going to rely on, oh, because mommy and daddy believe, so I'm going to believe. It can happen. You're going to tell me, ah, oh, Yosef Atzadik, he saw his father. Yosef Atzadik saw himself in this mirror. Rebbe speaks about that many times. He saw himself in the, in the window. Even if you saw his father, you could still say that he acquired that das to do this. Yeah, he was the Hemshech of his father. But it's only when you have that relationship. You can't have, you can't have a relationship with somebody else through somebody else. That's not a relationship. It's to be mano y mano. One on one. What is it? We shouldn't push, we shouldn't push that in on our kids. Like, let them figure it out themselves. You know, so there's, there's, a ba- there's a balance. The pe- there are some people who, why are the people pushing so much? Why are you pushing so much? You're trying to take your God and shove it into your kid's head. How do you do that? You make it, you make Torah enjoyable. You talk about God, of course, but they also have to learn. You can't to... push a string. You can only pull it. Nice. That's a bumper sticker right there. <laughs> what? Starting That's a bumper sticker. Back to that. It has to be balanced. You can't shove things. That's why when you're putting pressure, too much pressure, you know where it's coming from mostly? Gaiva. It's coming from your own, your own, (coughs) you don't want anybody else to think that you're not from because your kids are doing something funny. That's where it comes from. That's why you're pushing your kids so hard. Let them grow. Happily. Just like you would want. It's funny. We always do to our kids. Not necessarily what we would want our parents to do to us. Somehow that happened. How did that happen? You wouldn't want your parent, your parent telling you what to do with the religious this, religious that. So why are you doing it to your kids? Of course, we have to bring them up and we're not telling them to be half-kevelt. But a soft, a, soft, uh, a soft structure. Yeah? Okay, let's go right there. I know we have only a few minutes. <coughs> Time is short. So Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Nachman says right there from Rabbi Nachman. Right in the middle of the page here on the left side, right by the period. It's impossible to say over that yediyah, even to yourself. The next pasuk David Melch says, "That which a Kaddish Baruch Hu desired, He made." So you see, David Melch was able to tell over what a Kaddish Baruch Hu did. Who inyan achel agamri says that's a totally different inyan. That is totally different than the shvach, the praise of I know, because there's things in 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 the world. That you're able to, it's concretized. You could say it. Bereshit bar lokim, a kaddish created this, a kaddish created that. Right? We could say that and we could believe that. But to be outside and to stand outside and to look up in Shemayim and to feel the Bori Olam, to feel him, that you can't pass on to anybody else. To say, look, this is the sky that Hashem created. 
You're like, yeah, I know. We could all talk about that. But to say that I know, I look in the sky, I look in the clouds and say, I know HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you can't pass it on to anybody else. The guy's like, what are you drinking? But a person who's been misboning, a person who goes out into the Bria and says, I'm going to find the Kurdish Baruch Hu. And the Rambam says to do it. This is not in Chassidus. The Rambam says, you want to work on your Avaz Hashem and your Hashem? He says clearly, go outside and look at the Bria and, and see a Kurdish Baruch Hu in the Bria. The Rambam, Halach Lamaisa. I'll show you inside where he says it. Go outside and look in the Bria. See a Kurdish Baruch Hu's wisdom. See a Kurdish Baruch Hu in the Bria right now. Okay, Chassidus may have taken it to another Madrigal. That's how you start to see a kaddish, but that's how you start to gain a yidiyah, an amuna in a yidiyah. You have to do the work. Anytime the David Mel says, Aniyadati, he can't tell it over. It's so, so high. You can't, he can't explain anything in that, in that feeling, in that clarity. Rak, Aniyadati. I just know. I know. How do you know? I just know. No, no, no. Really, how do, how do you know? I can't tell you. I, I just know. I just know. The Zohar Kadr says, No de Basharim Baila. Right? No de Basharim Baila. Her husband is known at the gates. So the Zohar says, Each person according to his understanding of his heart. Everybody's different. The way you're going to know a Kaddish Baruch Hu, nobody can know it the same. Because it's a certain inner feeling. And therefore, a person has to learn from the Sikha that we have to work on our moon the Tachim in a real way. And we have to, dis- dis- if you want to make a connection to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, you want to make a relationship, have a Yediyah, Adam, Yoda, Eschava, which meant he connected to Chava, your relationship, you have to learn the Sugya. You have to get into moon the But not only that, says Menachem in Reish Zion, is that you also have to remove your relationship to Olam Because as long as you have a relationship to Olam Hazeh, so you already have a wife. So it's very difficult to know both. Je vous offre une